Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is a Sunday morning, 11.28 Wisconsin time. I am at home, sitting on my second story steps inside the house on the carpet. <laughs> Neighborhood's actually kind of quiet today. It's overcast. It's probably, I don't know, mid-50s-ish, and autumn is coming. Autumn is here. Some of the, the trees are starting to change. I haven't gone out, and gone out and done any shooting yet with my camera, the Canon. Ta-da! Uh, yeah, uh, I just haven't done it yet. The cemeteries are slowly starting to change. That's where I prefer to go for my autumn shots. Um, yeah. So, thank you everybody for stopping into my podcast. I am Patty, Mrs. Paranormal. Which I do have t-shirts, by the way, you guys. Uh, the link is on my Facebook page, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. Paranormal. I've got a whole bunch of other shirts that I have there. I made some ones of my team, which I'm going to take down. I made those for me and Amanda. I haven't taken them down yet, so if you go visit, sorry. Also, I'm working on trying to learn how to put an image up, but not have that background. You know, like, say, if you take a picture, like, of a ghost online, uh, like a cartoon character, a ghost, right? And you put on the t-shirt, it's got that stupid white box behind it. I'm trying to learn how to do that so, that, so I could just have the picture of the ghost and not that stupid white background. I guess it's transparent, transparent, transparency or something like that. So I'm trying to learn. I have photo express, Photoshop express, and I apparently not, I apparently there's ways to do it on there. Still working on it. I'm kind of learning, but uh, patience, Patty, patience. So hope everybody's doing well. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And if it's your first time stopping by, I am a paranormal investigator from 2010 to current. Sadly, no active cases, but me and Amanda, which is my co-founder of Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural, we try to get, get around, but it's all about timing and vacation and blah, blah, blah. So now we have to wait for next year to plan anything because I'm out of vacation time. Our plan is to go to Penn State. I remembered it. Penn State, uh, which is in... Minnesota, I think. It's only like eight hours away. So that's coming up, but we have to wait for them to post on their Facebook page when they're allowing um, tours for next year. And it's not expensive. It's so freaking affordable, it blows my mind. And then my other friend, we'll see if this pans out, she was asking if I wanted to go, me and Amanda want to go to uh, a hospital in Tennessee that's apparently very, very active. Um, I think I mentioned on my last podcast, I haven't heard from her. She's in Florida. I have to text her, see if she's okay. <laughs> Excuse me, but she asked me if I want to join that for next year. So that'll be cool. What else is going on? Um, I actually, this is kind of weird, you guys. I haven't figured it out. Neither has, I just haven't figured this out. So last night I was watching um, The Devil's Perch with Dave, Dave from <laughs> Darkness Radio. <laughs> Cindy and um, another guy, uh, DJ, or I think his name is, or BJ. Anyways, you guys, they're investigating this haunted town in Butte, Montana. So we're, I'm, I keep saying we're, sorry, I'm sitting there watching the episode, and now I hear like a, like a tap, like on, on a glass, and I thought it was my Placo in my fish tank moving around like some of the rocks, cause, rocks because he's always redesigning that tank the way he wants to. It wasn't him because he was sucking on the bubbler because there's, you know, you got your air bubbler for your fish tank. Well, he's sucking on the bubbles. I'm like, well, it wasn't him. My cat even freaking heard it because I looked at her. Her head was like totally turned around looking the other way. I'm like, what the hell was that? I don't know. That was my stomach if you heard that. Um, I don't know what it was. 
And then the house just started making, uh, not the normal creaky noises that it does every time it's cold because we're getting our cold temps or wood is swelling and all that stuff, whatever it does when it's cold. Uh, or shrinks, maybe. Anyways. So the house is making some noise last night. I don't know if it's because the episode I was watching, I have no freaking clue. And that's another thing I would like to know. Can you tell I've had my Dunkin' Coffee? <laughs> yes, I know. I am all over the place. This is me. This is Patty when she has her Dunkin'. This is a raw podcast. Nothing is pre-written. Nothing is like pre-read very rarely. Uh, I don't write anything down. I don't have like, oh, I want to talk about this, that, and the other. Mm-mm. I tried that once and it turned out absolutely horrible. So whatever comes to my mind, you get to listen to it. So, and a lot of times I say squirrel because I lose my train of thought, like I just did. Oh, here's my kitty speaking over. She was running up the stairs. Hello, dear. Hello, dear. Can you say hi? Hmm? No? <laughs> she's like, nope. Anyways, um, so she's going to... Oh, there she goes. All right, so we heard that noise. The house is making, uh, like I said, not normal noises. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. That... I got it. I'm back on track. I've always wondered if you were watching something on TV, like say the devil's perch or ghost adventures or, uh, ghost hunters, which by the way, is a very good episode last night. Can the spirits in your home respond to the questions they're asking that they're hearing on the TV? Nobody that I'm aware of has been able to experiment this or prove this would really work. But can you imagine if you're and you know, say, you know, your house is haunted, right? Or it's got activity. Um, and you're like watching a paranormal show and all of a sudden your ghosts start getting active. Your house starts making noises. Things start creaking. Things start, I don't know, start hearing disembodied voices. Wouldn't that be trippy? I think it would be. All right, so enough of that. Today is just going to be mostly mostly ghost stories. Okay, all ghost stories because that's what this podcast is about. And thank you again for all you new listeners and your original listeners. I appreciate it. And I saw on Spotify, like I mentioned before, I'm a rating of 3.7. I'm very proud of that. I've been doing this podcast, I don't know, a few years now. I actually accidentally went back and deleted a lot of the old (laughs) episodes. Oops. So I'm starting new, but I'm not starting new. And I did that a while ago, so it doesn't matter. Oh, I know. I was going to tell you guys. Also, I went to a, um, I don't know what you call them nowadays. I call it an occult shop, whatever, spiritual shop. We walk in there. Yeah, we. And there was, it was a really cool shop. They have this thing called Unity Fair coming up in October. We may check it out. Anyway, so we walk in and they've got like crystals and there's really cool handmade paintings. which are absolutely beautiful. They had uh, tons of tarot cards and oracle cards, and I saw two of my decks in their store. Lots of crystals. Nothing really popped, you know, popped or grabbed me. You say, hey, me, me. Um, they did, I found it kind of interesting. On one of the door jams that went to, like, their backyard, they did have a lot of writing over it. So maybe as a protection spell, I don't know, but I don't think there's measurements on the door just by the way, unless, yeah, I, as far as I know, that's what it was. And they also had a poppet keychain. They had two poppets uh, keychains. One was yellow, one was red. I didn't ask him what they were. I just didn't. I just wanted to get my, you know, bearings first of the store. Really cool place. And they've got a ton of incense. So I'll definitely be going back for there for incense because they carry um, a lot of really cool 
incense. So, that was neat. I do have something going in the background. Does it give you chills? That's kind of neat. I don't know. It's called Scary Horror... No. cool man <laughs> uh, I gotta make sure I turn it down just in case it breaks for commercial oh that was cool there's another one I'm getting off track I think oh maybe it's the only one oh Anyways, so, I will go ahead and start reading some stories. I think it's just one. Yeah, I think it's just one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My nose is running, as you can hear. Okay. So, these are some read-it ones. Turn this down. These are read-it ones I thought were pretty cool that I stopped last time. I Oh, last Sunday, guys, I apologize. I didn't do the podcast. I wasn't feeling well. I started out fine, um, but then I was just almost like a paranormal hangover. It was really bad, guys. I was in bed all freaking day. I couldn't move. I was drained unless I didn't have enough. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was Sunday, last Sunday was bad, so I apologize, I did not get a podcast out. Next Sunday I should be, I think, able to, we'll see. Alright, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> let's see, which ones have I read, which ones have I not read, I didn't know, I didn't, here's one, my mother attracted evil. After my parents divorced when I was a teenager, I lived with my mother. I experienced lots of paranormal hap- happenings. Several times when I was reading in my bed, the room would start to feel really like icy next it would feel as if something or somebody that hated me was staring at me when i got that feeling i would leave the room and come back about an hour later sometimes during the day i would see a shadow figure sneaking along the bedroom walls good lord that one gave me chills something in the flat was pretending to be my dog i went into my room and heard a deep growl from under the bed my dog wasn't capable of making a noise that deep it sounded like either a really big dog or a man doing his best dog impression. Other times, my dog would whimper and pace the room uh, next to mine, but wouldn't come when he was called. It was, as if he, it, was as, it was as if he was afraid there was something in the hallway. When I moved in with my fa- father, the paranormal activity stopped. Good lord, those are awesome stories. That's what I want to hear more of. Oh, you people. If you have any stories... Email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i-gmail.com. You can totally rem- remain anonymous. Yes, I say I'm anonymous because I just do. Or you can message me on Facebook at Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Share your stories, please. I want to hear them. Stories like that are really cool. <laughs> Let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Evicted by a ghost. Shortly after college, I got married. We immediately moved into a basement apartment because that's that's all that was available within our budget. Oh, 
this place had a poltergeist and my wife was terrified. Whatever reading resided there with us made it clear it wanted to be left alone. Dishes, glasses, and other items would fly off the shelf. My wife was hit several times. There was almost an, an oh, oh, here we go. There's almost an ominous, here we go, feeling like we were being watched. At night, when we walked through the apartment in the dark, there would be an insanely bright flash of light that would illuminate the entire room. One night, while we were going to bed, as soon as my wife and I walked into the bedroom, we heard a voice from somewhere say, my name. But they didn't tell me what their name is, you guys. So let's say, Bob, move. My wife looked at me. I looked at her. I said it loudly, you've got it, bud. We moved out two days later and stayed with my family. The old lady who owned the place died a few months later, and the house is torn down. It's still an empty lot to this day. Nothing but grass and a tree. I still drive by it every now and again. You should drive by it and do an EVP. See if the land is is um still haunted. Sorry guys. I need my Duncan. Oh, here's one. The Death March. My dad used to work as a correctional officer at a rural prison. He drove the perimeter of the property for the entire shift. Where he would check empty buildings and runways, you know, runaway for <laughs> check empty buildings for runaway inmates. It was generally a boring job. One night, my dad was parked on a hill reading a magazine when he started to feel a thumping in his started to feel a thumping in his body. He described it as the feeling you get when speakers are playing the song. Really, okay, yeah, I get that heavy uh, chest feeling. You know that boom boom. He put the magazine down and checked his review mirror, where he saw someone outside the truck. He grabbed his pistol and jumped out of the truck with his weapon drawn. Outside the truck, he realized it was a procession of Native Americans. What? Walking through the truck directly through the seat? Huh? He said it was clear they were ghosts because many of them appeared injured. This went on for a few seconds and the whole pro- procession disappeared. He called the other perimeter guy on the walkie-talkie to try to explain, and the other guy almost immediately stopped communicating. Turns out, the other guy had seen this thing happen before, but it didn't believe in ghosts, so he wouldn't talk about it. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Oh, boy. Here's one. Demon's Room. The Demon's Room. I worked as a forensic... For- back, back up. Um, I worked as a forensic nurse in a hospital's lockup unit. Why would... Oh, can you imagine having a job like that? Oi. We had one older lady who swore she was being haunted and abused by a demon she would call Tiberus, which I think that is a, if I remember, I think that is a, um, a demon's name is Tiberus. So many crazy things happened while she was out, while she was on the unit. We'd go into the room, do normal care, leave, and seconds later she'd start screaming bloody murder. We'd run into the room to find her looking as if, like she had been in a fight with a boxing champ. Um, bloody lip, black eye markings all over her body. No one ever saw her do this stuff to herself. Things would get moved around the room by themselves. At one point, she was in protective restraints because the doctor thought she was hurting herself. Right? That's what I would think too. But new marks would always appear on her tray cart. Wait. But numerous marks would always appear on her tray cart would be across the room. <clears throat> the room was secure, so there's no way someone was doing this. 
When we asked her the question, she just said, it was Tiberius. After she was discharged, they discharged her? We always had trouble with that room. If there was going to be a if there was going to be a rapid response or code, it happened in that room. One night, sorry, one night a guard reported lights blinking on and off, and it was in that room. That was interesting, huh? Hmm. What a job, a forensic nurse. And lock up. No, thank you. All right, what else we got here? <laughs> this is from Curtis. I did copy some this time. Oh, I know. Also, last Sunday when I tried to read some of the stories, uh, the one format I was using, every time I'd open it up, it'd stop recording. So I have to be had to be creative. And um, sorry, I just found something in my hair. What is this? I don't know. Anyways. I had to copy and paste it into Word or into notes and then pull notes. So these are different stories than what you shared last time, Curtis. So I hope it's okay. This is called The Little Hands. I've never lived in a haunted house, but my mother did as a teen, writes so-and-so reader user. I'm not going to say the name. Um, Reaccount a true event. Other houses on her street had strange things going on too. A few homes away from her lived a family. One night, the daughter went to bed with a bad headache. The next day, she was dead. She passed away from an aneurysm. This sounds kind of familiar. After her funeral, the family went went away to get their minds off tragedy. And her father, yeah, I've I know this one. And after entering the house, my uncle, and my father headed to the basement to see animals, and my mother went to the piano on the ground floor. She was playing it when she felt something brush her ankles. She thought that the cat must have left the basement and walked past her. She kept playing. And then she felt it again. She looked on the piano and saw nothing. When she started again, she felt the hand clasped her leg tightly. She dashed to the basement door, called my uncle and father, and waited for them. Back outside, my uncle would tell my mom. My mom was rattled and asked what was wrong. She told him what had happened, and he turned white. He told her that the daughter who had died used to play the, used to play the piano game with her father. When he played the piano, she'd crawl underneath and grab his ankles and push his feet up and down on the pedals. That one sounded a little familiar. What's this one? All right. Again, you guys, share your stories with me. P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W-I at gmail.com. Put podcasts in the subject field for me so I can know to open it. It's not spam and all that fun stuff. Um, if you have a ghost story, if you have uh, any... I don't like to say it, but demonic issues or questions or experiences. Let me know if you have questions about tarot cards. Let me know uh, anything that you have questions about that whole that whole field. Let me know, man. Let me know. I know a lot of people in the paranormal field. I can always reach out to others. Uh, if you don't like the way I answered it or something like that, um, I will be honest with you though. If I do, I am not one hundred percent sold on orbs. Okay. I don't mind the use in photos. That's cool. I don't mind looking at them, but um, I don't know. I'm not 100%. There's just so many. When somebody sends pictures of, I almost said Forbes, <laughs> of orbs, you have to take into consideration what's going on in the room. Is there a fan on? Is the Do you have the heater on? Is Do you have heating, like a house like mine, where you have um, uh, 
you call it? You have boiler, so you have uh, not forced air, but it's radiating heat where there's a actually like a water heater downstairs that heats the water and puts it through all the pipes through the house. You have to take that in consideration. Are the windows open? I mean, if did you get up and just walk and sit down and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, you see all these things? I would say nine times out of ten, it's it's dust. Um, I that's just my own belief. I haven't found anything that, that made me think otherwise. So, okay. Or if you have any ghost stories or, or when you're growing up as a kid or even now as an adult, you're living in a house that's got so much activity, let me know. I'm so interested about this. Uh, if you're in Wisconsin, let me know. <laughs> Perhaps I can investigate it. Uh, the furthest I would drive for an investigation, I would say would be Fond du Lac would be one way. Um, I guess Brookfield would be the other way. And... Uh, what else? Where else? The that those are the only two. Green Bay. I'll do one in Green Bay. That's fine. Two Rivers, Manitowoc. I'll do an investigation in Manitowoc. But anyways, you guys, let me know. Okay. I'm serious. Anyways, next story is the ghost who came to play. This true story might strike us as more of awe than eek, but until you consider that we really have no idea what our four-legged friends can sense that they. That we cannot. Can dogs see ghosts? Well, there are plenty of dog experts out there, including veterinarians, who assist the fact that there's a lot of documentation that could support the notion that dogs can sense paranormal activity. Excuse me, I got a sneeze pending. Oh, shit. And then there's the fact that the story... Hold on. Sorry, you guys. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, I'm sorry. And then there's the fact that that this story came from a reader digest directly from a well-known psychic medium, Christy Robin, who has a strong record for using her ghost whisper skills to help detectives solve count count confounding cases. All right. So what are we going here? Um, What was the name of this? The ghost who came to play. Or the past year, sorry. Okay, so that cool moonless night when Marlene returned alone from the hospital, Elmer did something he had never done before. He jumped onto Jack's side of the bed, and Jack was a dog, and laid his head on the pillow. Jack would never have allowed that. Robinette, Elmer was the dog. (laughs) Jack is the guy. Robinette pointed out, but Marlene didn't shoo him off. Instead, she laid down beside Elmer and let the peaceful sound of his snoring lull her to sleep. The next morning was the same, and the night after that. For the past year, it had had grown into a comforting routine, but not tonight. Tonight was the first time Elmer had left Marlene alone in the bed um, since Jack's passing. But hearing nails clicking on the floor downstairs, Marlene recognized the sound of Elmer's requesting outsies. With a sigh, Marlene made her way down to the stairs of the foyer. But Elmer wasn't pacing in front of the back door. Rather, he was dancing and wagging and wiggling and bowing, just like he used to do when Jack would come home from work. To Marlene, it felt as if Jack had just come home, and Rob and Robinette, who is known for her remarkable intuition about these things, believes that, indeed, that is what happened. Okay, done with that story. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I don't like to use this word just because, I don't know. The impish ghost. My neighbor, Diane, and I had played, had a playful poltergeist for years, and we called it Billy. So it begins under so-and-so, read it, 
blah, blah, blah. Sorry, sorry. I'd come home and find something put in a weird place. Milk in a cupboard, toilet paper in the fridge, laundry detergent in the bathtub. Diane once called to ask Billy. Diane once called to ask if Billy had been around because she couldn't find a gallon of milk. We finally found it was outside on her back steps. And sugar, darn sugar, every morning my sugar bowl was empty. When I had had enough, I would point to Diane's home. Oh, hi, Beatty. That's my kitty. Oh, she's on me. Uh, go see uh, Diane. Within five minutes, I'd get a call from her. Thanks a lot, she'd say. <laughs> He'd gone and pulled shenanigans at her place. This has occurred for the entire two years we lived there. Um, no one believed us, not even our husbands. My mother thought someone was stealing from us and when we were sleeping um, or when we were also out of the house. My sister believed something was going on but didn't know what. I still can't explain any of it. That's cool, playing tag with a ghost. You know, that's kind of fun. I've always wanted to do that, actually. Is, um, if I had the capability of sending a ghost to a friend, hey, go bug so-and-so, go bug so-and-so. Leave me alone, go bug so-and-so. I think that'd be kind of fun. So, those are some of the little stories here and there, as usual. My Sabrina's being very lovable today. <laughs> <clears throat> She's actually sitting on my lap. Say hi. Good girl. Say hi again. Say hi. Let me get her purring. <laughs> there she is. There she is. So, yeah, she's being very lovable and playful today. I think because of the weather, the weather's calming down and um, we're going into fall, so it's not so hot and muggy and sticky. So, I think rain may be coming today as I look outside. Yeah, I just didn't have time to go find a place to sit and and do the podcast so yeah that's that uh, again nothing new going on with me um i still have that doll elizabeth there's really been no absolutely no activity with that i put the ghost ball on her last night nothing absolutely nothing so you never know i think the spirits are always with us if you talk to any other psychics or mediums um they'll say the same thing they're always around it's just whether or not they want you whether or not they want to be known like um i saw someone make a comment once where ghost is making things move and making noises i'm like it's just them saying hi they're just saying hey i'm here excuse me you know that's all they're saying is hi i'm here they're not always out to get you uh if you guys watch ghost hunters and uh, watch last night's episode it's actually very good it i just other than the character the um the one investigator that they had on there, I won't make any names, but it was a good investigation. I liked the way it turned out. And just the whole idea of why ghosts are there. <clears throat> are they residual? Are they, once they pass over, they go back to a place that they're always very happy with. And then they'll just hang out there, just do what they used to do. It's kind of like residual. It's kind of like what last night's episode was about. Um, it really kind of, I want to say, hit home. Because to me, that's what paranormal investigating is about. It's not about demons and the evil spirits. Like I said, there's not there's not um, demons. Maybe angry spirits, but I wouldn't say demonic at all. So, I'm going to probably end this podcast pretty soon here. It's 27 past. So, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I don't know if I'll be able to... Halloween falls on like a Monday or Tuesday this year. And I'll be handing out candy. And I'm actually going to dress up. I have a mask and I'm going to um, think paint my hands whitish and then just outline my blue veins that I have on my hands 
and then get some old or not old just get some nails from like walgreens and then put um mascara and then rub it around my cuticles so they look even older and i don't know how to get the nails to, to have like a yellowish tinge to them i can't figure that out yet maybe um food coloring in water and then paint them I never, th I never think of anything until the last minute. So it's just something I'm thinking of. Well, I am rambling on now, and you guys are probably like, done with me. Again, thank you so much for you listening to my podcast. You new listeners, you original listeners, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the rating on Spotify, 3.7. I'm very happy for that. You can email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i gmail.com. Facebook me, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. All right. Oh, also, uh, The Haunted Side. I am in his chat on Tuesday nights and Friday nights at 7 p.m. my time. I'm a moderator in there, so feel free to stop in and say hi. He's really cool. All right, you guys. Everyone take care. Uh, also, I do have, like I said, my shop. It's on my Facebook page. If you're interested in what kind of t-shirts I have made, check it out. I keep the prices low. I try to keep them so low. I'm not necessarily there for the profit. Um, but I'm there to share my thoughts, my ideas with you, my silliness with you. All right, you guys. So everyone take care. This is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.